0: And you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM 93.9
1: I'm Dara McNicholas And I'm Dan Airey Thanks again to Mike Purcell who's given us the last hour with Mike the Mike
0: Dan we're live here at the 5th floor in the Dundrum Shopping Centre Absolutely Halloween just gone
1: How did we find it? Uh,
0: Yeah I don't know I think it was quieter, definitely quieter this year Busier than it was last year Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, still haven't seen any people with visible disabilities, so I'm quite disappointed. I'm going to have to wait until next year now to see somebody rock it up. But the weather was muck.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that kind of. Uh, we, were, we were going out last night and we kind of saw a few um, sprinkles of people going around. But um, it was, yeah, I think the weather didn't really help things. Did it?
0: No, it didn't. Drowned rats, I think, is uh, probably the best way of uh, putting what I saw kind of knocking around my house in the state. Um, where are you on the whole debate, Dan, of this hour the change?
1: Oh, the hour going back? Yeah, or going forward, wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, as in, I we a fan? Yeah. Um, I don't really think about it too much. I suppose, like, when it, when it first happens, you're kind of like, yeah, this is great. You kind of get an extra hour, but mm-hmm. then, um, then it's just kind of goes back into normal routine I suppose I like to think of it as you're kind of you're getting a little bit closer to Christmas and I really enjoy Christmas so but, oh yeah, you're one of those people are you yeah but then even with that being said it's kind of it's like November and you're starting to see ads about Christmas now. i kind of like yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, one of my favourite ones actually and I think Mariah Carey has really been rolled out this year um, there's mm-hmm. one of her um, it's just it, it's, it's like a uh, Halloween scene of lovely pumpkins uh, yeah. And then it kind of cuts to a pair of red shoes and walking across, and a uh, baseball bat. And suddenly it's Mariah Carey beating the living bejesus <laughs> out of pumpkins, and <laughs> yes, her song yeah. starts starts playing. All I want for Christmas, and it's just kind of like you know, Halloween is done. We're out the gap.
1: You
0: <laughs> it's, know, how it's about? almost
1: like it's almost like you could you could see her kind of itching, chopping oh, yeah, the she, she, good. You know,
0: she's swinging that baseball bat like <laughs> Joe DiMaggio. Uh, but later on, Dan, coming up, we have uh They're back with all things uh, movies and TV um, a little bit later. We're going to have some fantastic music. Uh, it's all connected here tonight as well. Actually, we're going to have the Saw Doctors. Um Neve Dunphy's going to treat us to uh, some fantastic new music. Um, but first up, Dan, I suppose, keeping into our strange start of We Like Canadians, uh, we're going to have one of your absolute favourites. Favorites, I said. Favorites, lads. Dan loves a bit of Michael Bublé. You Don't him. So that was uh, Michael Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Bublé. Michael <laughs> Bublé. Michael, yeah, I can only I, yeah, I can only just think of the Michael Bublé. That was just especially for Dan actually. Um, and it's the only one <laughs> I could find. Much. Yeah, no, it's the only one. Like we we're just talking about there. Like somewhere at the moment, he is being defrosted.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: In preparation for Christmas. Then I know. Uh, to my shame, I know he has a new album coming out as well, uh, a, a deluxe one just for Christmas. Um,
1: he is I, Mr. Christmas. He is Mr. Christmas.
0: Out. He is. And I, but I was looking at all the songs, was kind of going, God, what, what can I play and I like, can possibly get away with? And everyone was Christmas or you know Frank Sinatra covers or something like that, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but I kind of went, Oh, I'm yeah, Megan Trainor. I've heard of her. She's young enough, so <laughs> that's kind of why we uh, we we threw it in. But I suppose, Dan, speaking of youth and uh, everything else, cop <laughs> Twenty Six.
1: Indeed, this is the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, which is going on at the minute in Glasgow. Uh, So it's taking place from, it started yesterday and it's going on until the 12th of November.
0: Yeah, you see, I kind of... Uh, I watched the headlines before I came out because I wanted to look intelligent and kind of be able to pass myself on this. Indeed. And I was kind of going, pretty much, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was just looking at, it, they're all coming in going, oh, this is terrible. This is awful. But is anything actually going to change? I mean, they're all like Boris Johnson was out talking about James Bond. <laughs> James Bond, we not like James Bond. like James Bond. Like 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 that's like James Bond help. You know, defusing bombs and stuff. And you're kind of going, what? You know, yeah. But is anything actually going to change at all? I mean, China aren't there,
1: Russia aren't there. Uh It needs to, though.
0: I oh, there's no doubt with No, yeah.
1: Like it, it is one of those things, but it's kind of, and I've I've seen articles about it, and it's kind of been like, there's, you know, there's been comments about it being like, there's no no more excuses and all this kind of thing, and you're kind of going, yeah, but I, we can't get away with that, you know. For very much longer, if at all, even now, mm. you know, yeah, it is. It's it's getting to scary but, territory.
0: Scary territory, but just on a, on a kind of a positive note. Mm. Um, and the whole sort of carbon thing. Uh, it was less fires last night, apparently, according to Dublin Fire Brigade.
1: Yes, that that is positive.
0: Um, so maybe the youth are actually copping on and going, "Oh, this is bad. This lighting fires isn't good."
1: You would hope so.
0: Yeah, You'd you hope would. hope
1: So, uh,
0: or was it just too wet?
1: But part of me is thinking. That part of me is thinking it, it might have been, might have been COVID related. Um, I did see one very stupid and bizarre situation where somebody drove a car into a bonfire.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. And speaking of car crashes, um, I think we'll have a bit of uh, our conversation with Neve Dunphy. Now that's an that's an odd little segue. Now, if I've ever heard one. So we are joined now by the most amazing Neve Dunphy. Neve, how are you?
2: I'm fantastic. How are you, sir?
0: Well, I'm good, Dan. Good, good. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, we, we, we've we referenced it earlier, but Dan's a graduate now. You're a graduate. I'm surrounded by bloody graduates.
2: Well, oh. to be fair, you're also a graduate, there.
0: Yeah, I know. But I didn't graduate this week, though. Come on. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. True.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not getting Still so graduate though. Still so graduate though. Yeah. I mean, move it in. Still How does that
2: feel? me it? Has it sunk in yet? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. It'll probably sink in more when I get my actual degree, like in my hands. To be honest. Yeah. No. It's good. It's kind of like three years of like hard work just sealed off, with like a lot of recognition for it. So. You
1: Absolutely, for sure, and and the fact that you you completed it during the pandemic as well is kind of another feather in your cap. In the oh come
0: on, we're not giving you medals for completing your bloody degrees the, and masters and second stuff in the middle of a pandemic. This is what I having think. a laugh. You you've had it. You've had it easy you now. You have. I, to be honest, I actually found it easier to do it in a pandemic. So I'm yeah, not gonna.
2: Look. Yeah, there I'm you go. not gonna take sure. that. I'm not gonna take that as a credit. Because yes, you're not more... getting it.
0: No, you're not. You're made not getting it. one here. No.
2: Made my life easier. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. No, I'm, you can park it there as well, Mr. Dan Airy, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to college today. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to go <laughs> home. Yeah, have your Swiss. So what's next, Neve, for you?
2: Um, I'm currently in the middle of doing my fourth year of... Uh, so the add-on from this was a fourth year in uh, digital marketing technologies in our... Lovely College of Dublin Telecoms, So that's what's next at the minute. And then after that, it will be a master's in social media.
0: Right, So where are you going to get that?
2: haven't figured that out yet.
0: Right, okay.
2: That has to be spoken about and decided.
0: Well, that'll keep you out mischief anyway.
2: Yeah, kind of like dedicate myself to more years of education.
0: Yeah, dodging work, that's all you're doing. You're just, you're just dodging work be- now. That's-
2: yeah, 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 basically.
0: Yeah, Dan Dan screwed now he can't go anywhere else he's got like that's it <laughs> well, he could,
2: well he could
0: do a PhD like nah, could ima- oh could you imagine he'd be insufferable oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. yeah the master.
0: Dr. Dan Airy. I'm, I'm imagine can you imagine him in a club huh how are you little I'm a doctor <laughs> 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 yeah Oh, that ne- that Maybe laugh one have, one yeah, I shouldn't. <laughs> Neve can imagine. Yeah, Neve can imagine that already. I know it should have. So Neve, uh, music or music news this week, picture this. Ah oh, my god. you are gonna headline the New Year's celebration at the NYF, I think it's called, isn't it? The New Year's Festival in uh in in uh, where is Dublin Castle. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. You know, I just I don't I'm not a, yeah, am I a picture of this fan? No. I'll leave it to you guys if you want to talk about it.
2: Like to be honest like I like them but like they're good and listen to music and stuff. but I'm not like go mad going oh yeah yeah like I really really want to go and see that like it's, like it's grand but and
1: and your thoughts on uh, Lyra and Ryan Sheridan because they'll be they'll be supporting them I
2: have actually never listened to Lyra's music, so I'm not, not about to comment on it. But Ryan Sheridan, I seen at like a charity gig thing a couple of years ago. Absolutely unbelievable.
0: So if that if that picture is then, who if it was announced, Eve, and he, who wouldn't have like might just sit up and go, oh? And I'm not talking fanciful here now. I'm not talking about oh, I don't know Elvis was going to come along and play it. Right? I'm not talking sort of. Off the wall kind of stuff But somebody well, that's kind of impossible But either. that's what I mean I, Yeah I know but you could come, God knows you could come up With something odd anyway But just somebody That you yeah, kind of go me. Oh yeah well that's kind of Yeah I, I'd go to that I'd strap like, my wheelchair on And I'd head into town for that
2: Yeah <laughs> no, I don't know Like a line where I stopped my thinking process um, Like Irish artists Are we meant to or what
0: Well let's keep it Irish then Because it is our mm-hmm. Y F.
2: Right So I'm to pick to it would be in to be honest in usual tradition one would be glenn hanser right you're not going to say
0: christy things. moore again are yeah?
2: you no no i'm not i'm not that was the last week thing he usually does all those um festivals and stuff doesn't
0: he oh uh, yes i do because i just like you know chat there now to the people coming in there and i used to turn up oh glenn hanser okay he's just yeah. <laughs> he's like, hmm. You know, oh Glenn, there's some sort of charity thing. Right. I'll be there with my guitar.
1: I think I think Glenn Hansard does quite a bit on uh, around Christmas time. Um, that's what
2: that's what I'm saying. I think he normally does general, that thing.
1: Yeah.
2: And then again i forgot where Irish. Uh, Gavin James or Tolu McKay.
1: Ooh, who? totally mckay she she uh well what i know her from is uh she released a cover of n17 oh
0: okay by, yeah yeah saw uh, doctors.
1: the saw doctors yeah yeah saw uh, Doctors. understand
0: old pad, old people like me like saw doctors uh would have seen them again live you know way way back locked out your head on wholesome pills you know <laughs> small town small stage you know Hairy man, great.
1: Speaking of covers, actually, Niamh, Uh Dermot Kennedy uh, released a cover of Heartless by Kanye West. Yeah. What What are you What are your thoughts on that one? That was. Can you remember well, the fireback
0: back, Niamh? Can you?
2: Kind of. Oh
1: right. Okay.
2: Kind of. Um, well, when I heard it first, I had it on repeat for like ages because obviously. For anybody that doesn't know, that's originally a really Kanye West rapture. So he changed the whole arrangement of it and then added his own like slight kind of rap towards the end of it. And it's unreal.
1: Mm. I must I must say um I would be a Dermot Kennedy fan in general, but yeah. I must say he has a, he has a knack of, of releasing some pretty good covers. I remember he did a cover of Days Like This uh last year. Yeah. By Van Morrison, and it was really, really good.
2: To be honest, though, his whole, like, when he does covers, like, his whole thing of, like, fusion and changing different arrangements and stuff is really, really interesting, because you can tell that he likes both, like, those kind of classic hits and then, like, hip-hop and stuff, because he does a lot of, like, collaborative kind of covers. Like, there's one where I think he did some J. Cole rap song with... Um, Lover by Taylor Swift It's like a mashup
1: Oh yes
0: Yeah did it
2: for uh, Live Energy goes Power Trip by J. Cole And Lover By Taylor Swift do you know I'm talking about it?
0: Yeah Oh yeah Tay Tay Yeah everyone knows <laughs> oh, sh- God we're down with that you know
2: Or Tay Swizzle
3: <laughs>
0: No no I, I haven't heard called call of that now before uh, Your mate Rona What's she up to
2: New album And it's Just in time For Halloween Which is her favourite Like holiday so it's, it's, it's all quite it's all quite spooky and the only, the only way I can ever describe Rona is it just sounds like Rona because there's not other word to describe what she does isn't it
1: it's kind of she is her own isn't genre like, or yeah. whether you call it a genre I don't know but uh yeah she's just Rihanna absolutely
2: and I love her to bits but she's just Rihanna
1: now we'll we'll be chatting to we'll be chatting to screenbite uh in a little bit but one thing I was curious to get your opinion on is your favourite film soundtrack.
2: Film soundtrack. Ooh. See, my one would actually be musical films. I'm not going to pick it. Uh, actually, yeah, John, maybe I'll pick it. The soundtrack from Once. 100% soundtrack from Once.
0: Let's go back to
2: Glenn Hansard again. Oh, I love Glenn Hansard. I can't help it, right? Oh, God almighty. And not, not in a Like fangirl way I Just k- kicked off My appreciation For a lot of music. Yeah d- Definitely a soundtrack amongst.
0: Fair enough And you know, if we were to push you For a TV soundtrack Then to-
2: TV soundtrack 100% Scrubs
0: Never watch Did You never watch
1: you Scrubs Neither have might To be
2: honest you no. Have you ever used Watch Scrubs No That's what you need to do When actually Watch Scrubs No Dan you need to do it Because I think you'll Actually like it
0: Okay Alright We'll give it a go
2: No Hell yeah to
0: watch Scrubs. I have better things to do with my time, than even in fairness,
2: no, but just, like, there there is a Spotify playlist of just soundtrack of Scrubs, and it's brilliant.
0: Well, Neve, uh, you know, we're gonna have to We're very we're almost gonna have to wrap it up. Tell people where we can find you.
2: You can find me on our Instagram, podcast on Instagram, and at Neve.p1 on Instagram.
0: And as always, Neve, you've brought us some fantastic new music. What have we got this week?
2: I have, and this time it's from the UK. My track of the week is Cherophobia by Small Black Arrows. So Small Black Arrows are a duo that were formed in lockdown by Jimmy Hanley and Luke Bailey. For anybody that recognises the name Luke Bailey, he is a screenwriter and actor formerly in TV shows such as Waterloo Road and Lots and Crosses. And Jim Hanley has also been, like... Do music around uh, Manchester for years it's the first sing- the first single of three track EP called The Wave that has been released by the band over the course of three weeks so yeah this is Shirophobia by Small Black Arrows you are,
1: to Dara, you, are
0: to you are indeed listening to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM and the time is now so she checked there oh Twenty three minutes past eight, Dan. Indeed it is. Wow. So there we had uh, <clears throat> more absolutely amazing music from uh the absolutely fantastic Neve Dunphy. Indeed. Yeah. Sheriff
1: uh, by the small black arrows.
0: Yeah, formed in the uh during the lockdown. Um uh, and I know uh Neve was a big fan of Waterloo Road. But I think that's how she ended up talking to mm-hmm. uh or, or getting in touch with him. And you know, again, yeah. Just absolutely deadly, but Dan, sport.
1: Indeed, uh, quite a bit happening in, absolutely.
0: in the sports world. Nini, nini, nu, nu, none,
1: no, 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 nini,
0: no, nu, nee, nee, gone.
1: Indeed, Nuno is spirit of Santo has been uh, sacked by Spurs, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, and Antonio Conte is now in advanced talks. Uh, with Spurs to take over from him. He's former Chelsea boss.
0: Yeah, when you go advanced talks, Dan, I'm, I'm sure we're kind of saying, this has been happening for a while. They mm. didn't wake up this morning and go, right, you're out the gap there, Nunu, you're gone. Uh, and, oh, what are we going to do now? You know, just... Um, uh, we, we, said, we, said it, we said it last week, I think, indeed, when we were talking yeah. about what a horrible way to live your life.
1: Indeed, yeah. I, I was just thinking, that like, going back to... Just, it's a very uh, volatile... It is, but he was,
0: what, seven months into a two-year contract? Mm. I'm sure he did reasonably well. Uh, you know, he's going to have to get paid, uh, irregardless. Um, mm-hmm. And so are all his crew that kind of got the door with him. Mm. Um Speaking of other sinking ship, ships.
1: Yeah, a bit of contrasting emotions actually with that one because it was after that the... Uh, United Spurs game, United beat Spurs 3 0. And Weren't boy, did... wasn't
0: Ollie very lucky.
1: He <laughs> was, yeah, they, boy, they needed that. Nah, it didn't adjust,
0: you know. I mean, if they'd come up against maybe Brentwood again or somebody or uh, Burnley or something, they probably would have got stuffed.
1: Possibly, possibly. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see um, where that one goes because I know, like, there was kind of question marks, particularly around as an Arsenal fan with uh, Mikel, Mikel Arteta and stuff. Who's an Arsenal fan? Myself.
0: Oh, you're a gooner, aren't <laughs> eh?
1: you a gooner? Indeed. Oh, fair my enough. Sins.
0: <laughs> a, friend of, a friend of mine is a gooner and I had to ask him earlier on, were Arsenal actually in the premiership this year at the start of the season because, dear lord, and I, don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one for soccer really, Dan, but I do,
1: Yeah. I no. do, know. I do kind of sit she down
0: uh, on a Saturday night now and uh, watch a bit of uh, Match of the Day.
1: Yeah, no, that would be me, I kind of, yeah, watching just, just give me that. Minutes. Just
0: yeah. fine goals, chat, ooh, interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'd be, I'd be happy enough with that. Um,
1: and then we've got that we've got the rugby starting as well. We, rugby has started mm, over the weekend. Mm, 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 um, love
0: a bit of rugby,
1: indeed. Uh, with the autumn internationals, um, so we we started off with uh, Scotland um, demolished Tonga, to be fair to say. Um, 60-14 uh, we had 8 new caps for, for Scotland and then um Wales were similarly well beaten by New Zealand 54
0: and nobody cried 54-16 nobody was surprised
1: mm. they, they seem to be going through a bit of a transitional period aren't we all mm, yeah.
0: Ireland's exactly the same thing we do great in between uh, sort of World Cups and then all of a sudden we come to a World Cup and we go ah no uh, no, not this year. No, uh, we won't. We'll we'll come back for the next one and uh, we'll have a go then.
1: Yeah, we've got Japan, New Zealand and Argentina over the next three weeks. Um, so from sport to movies now, uh, we spoke to the Screamgate crew earlier in the week. So we are now joined by Ashley O'Leary and Sean O'Brien from the Screamgate crew. How are you guys? I'm all good. you hey, are you doing all right? So, Ashton, we were talking last week about Halloween Kills. Did you get a chance to, to go and see it?
4: We were talking about it, and yes, I did. Um, I went to see it last week, and I'll be honest, I'm definitely in the what I think is the majority of people who were quite disappointed with the film, especially after the last one that came out in 2018, which this is a direct sequel to. You know, the last one was so good and it was so refreshing and um, I think there was a lot of excitement for this one and it just didn't, it didn't live up to the previous one. Now, one thing I will say is that it was very much an Empire Strikes Back situation of it was written as the middle section of a trilogy and you feel that, like by the end of the movie you feel like there's still more... To it, like you have, you feel like there's some resolution that hasn't been reached. But unlike Empire Strikes Back, it's not a great movie on its own. <laughs> um, That's not disappointing
0: or, because I, 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 yeah, it's, of all of them, but this is one that I kind of went. I just not my much that actually.
4: Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm not.
0: a big horror fan. You know, like my my last the last horror I enjoyed probably would have been Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, mm. Freddie <laughs> took one, two. Freddy's after you. That was brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's am scared to be Jesus out And plus, I only discovered recently why it was called that. Why
4: like is that? we're on Elm Street?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's because use- they live on Elm Street? No, that's the street that John F. Kennedy was shot on. Ah. Oh. Now, there's your useless piece of information. The- I'm going to go off and go to the bar uh, uh, or have a cup of tea or something. There, who knew? Brand. Now yeah.
4: Here's Dara. Yeah. you You're, you're welcome.
0: Thank you very much and good night. <laughs>
4: um... Yeah, Halloween Kills. It was it was disappointing for myself. Not least, hopefully this isn't a spoiler. Um, not least because Jamie Lee Curtis she's in it for about fifteen minutes.
0: No. Mm.
4: Yeah, she her character Laurie is pretty much relegated to um, a hospital room for a majority of the film, and we kind of flash back to her and see her throughout the night. But she's not mixed up in any of the action. And um, it's very much a case of, I think she probably just shot all of her scenes in a matter of days. Oh. And that was very disappointing. And Didn't so- they do that
3: with like the original Halloween too? Wasn't there a similar, wasn't she in a hospital bed for like a lot of that? And that's why people complained about that film a lot. <laughs> like she was.
4: Yeah, she was practically catatonic for the original sequel. Yeah. Um, again, just in a hospital the whole time. And I think, yes, take one of the things people disliked most about the previous film. And replicate it decades well, later. People, people obviously going to start
0: talking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. it's going to be so, Oh, here we go again. Here's Jamie. You
4: know, mm. you
0: know, Jamie Lee Curtis is mine. I'm sure she gets paid.
4: Oh yeah, sure. She has an executive producer credit, so she was getting uh, nice. Yeah, she was fine. Right, she was set okay. up. Um, I'll also say much more violent than I would expect from an average Halloween movie. Like, I know Rob Zombie's Halloween movies were quite gruesome, but. For the most part, the Halloween films have never been over the top violent. But this was, there were a few bits where I had to look away from the screen and I wouldn't normally be that bothered by that stuff. And then there was one baffling scene where Michael Myers seemed to turn into John Wick a little bit, where he was very kind of fluid with his violence, very like highly Mm -hmm. choreographed fight scenes. And I was thinking, this isn't Michael Myers. Michael Myers is like blunt force, comes out of nowhere, slams you against a wall and breaks you but he was very sure. kind of you know swings under this arm and hits you like that and then moves and it it didn't feel like a Halloween film for a lot of us. Okay, uh,
0: you really put me off it now. Um, yeah. uh, I'm just I'm now, just not going to bother.
4: Sure, who knows? You might love it. Well, that is not the
0: thing? I know, but that's <laughs> it. I know, but you, you kind of like if, if enough people kind of go well, it's muck. You kind of go hmm. um, right, and then if you do like it, you end up kind of going wasn't great mm. no no <laughs> you know you're not you're not going to swim upstream against the the torrent of stuff that's coming downhill mm. yeah no okay uh, I'll, I'll put that to, to, to I'll add that to uh, things that I'm never going to watch like Game of Thrones
4: fair enough that's <laughs> yeah, fair you I haven't have seen it and- yet
3: but I probably will see it just like I like the first one mm. Mm-hmm. people keep coming in to me though while i'm working and they're like have you seen this film have you heard if it's any good or not and i'm like i've heard it's terrible <laughs> I to say <laughs> keep saying that whenever a film's bad and someone comes in to see a film that's bad or it's getting really bad reviews and they ask have you heard of this one's any good i'm just like i've heard if you like you know horror movies you might like this yeah just like dance around the question
0: speaking of yeah. bad and movies that aren't kind of Well received, they're going down well. The last jewel with with Ireland's gem or Ireland's adopted (laughs) son, Matt Damon of the Super Value Bag. Mm -hmm.
1: Indeed, that that one made uh, it was made for a hundred million dollars, and serious money that in Ireland, and only grossed eighteen point five million dollars globally. Yeah. The
3: reason, yeah, they spent about 100 million on the budget, and then they spent about five million on the marketing. I think that's why it bombed. I saw about one trailer for about like three weeks before it was coming out.
0: And, I uh, I'd agree I agree, actually, Sean. Yeah, I and and I've no hype about it with no sort of no, yeah, the marketing was
3: non-existent for it, pretty much.
0: Yeah, and it just parts of it just looked like parts of Star Wars, and mm. you're kind
1: of going, "Oh, he's a sword,
0: not a lightsaber." Ah, and kind of going, oh.
1: I'm just thinking, actually. Did the marketing team think that all the hype around Matt Damon actually being in Ireland would cover the hype for the film? It could yeah,
3: Maybe over here, but like world globally, no one else gave it. Get down yeah. that Damon was living in Ireland for a bit. Like they didn't, like the, the global trailer came out like literally not long before the film came out at all. There was no time to build up any marketing for it. Even though it's a Ridley Scott film and Matt Damon, you got Adam Driver who's like literally one of the hot like, inform actors at the moment and ben affleck's in it as well you have all these a-list stars yeah ben affleck's in it Jody Comer's in it mm-hmm. um literally all these huge stars and they i saw one trailer for it like three weeks ago i seen a poster on a bus and then we got we don't even we're not even showing it in our cinema it's not even on in our cinema like people come in like what's we have we got we got a poster for it we're not showing it <laughs> and people came in and were like what's that film there and we were like not getting it like there was literally little to no marketing on it mm. that was really interesting
0: well, just a quick question actually. What happens to all your um, posters?
3: Uh, some of them get thrown out, and some people claim them, like the big ones. Even in the, in the staff, from like write their name if you want to keep that one. When, we're, when we stop using it,
0: yeah, just curious. That's all. Just have to, yeah. I often, I often wonder what happens to them. You know, just mm. sure. yeah. Sorry I, for
4: interrupting. No, in, <laughs> uh, in ours, members of the public can come and ask. For them, and we just put them aside for them as well. So
3: yeah, people can do that as well. The ads—if uh, if someone comes to the rare occasion, someone can be like, "What are you doing with that poster there?" And like, no, actually, claimed it. You can have it if you want. When we went, in, when we get rid of it, if you want to give me your number or something? We just mm. give them a ring.
0: So back to poor old, yeah. old Matt Damon.
4: Poor old Matt Damon, and this was the first script that he and Ben Affleck had written together since *Goodwill Hunting*. You know, their Academy Award-winning debut. And again, it, it just felt like. No matter how many things they had going for this movie, it just and didn't it's work a, And out. it's a big
0: and it's a big stack of stuff, like
4: yeah. yeah.
0: The reviews for it are
3: really good as well. I've seen only really positive reviews for it mm-hmm. um, coming out like film festivals recently and stuff. People are saying it's it's really great. But again, there's been there was literally I didn't even know it was coming. The weekend it came out, I didn't know it was coming out that weekend. And people and then I saw the reviews. People saying it's only made like eight million in the or ten, uh, maybe less than ten million in its first weekend. I was like, I didn't even know it was out this weekend. We don't have it in here. Like, I, I genuinely didn't even know the release date. There was nowhere near enough uh, push for it whatsoever, like at all, marketing-wise.
0: So are we saying then that standalone movies stick?
4: Oh, God, no. I went to see the film and I, I thought it was great. The acting was fantastic. The sets are fantastic. It's a It's a story that I feel is very... It's the type of thing that would draw attention right now. And I think the way that it was made and the way it's structured is fantastic. It's a great movie. It is just a case of, I think, definitely the marketing and that thing of, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, oh, well, I don't know these characters. I haven't seen this title before. I'm not sure what that's about, so I'll leave it. You know, there's become such an over-reliance on kind of, is there a cinematic universe attached to it? Mm-hmm. or is there a series of films.
0: Did I did I hear this week though Toy Stories getting a prequel?
4: Yeah, with Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. 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 It's like
3: a spin-off. It's not even a prequel. The trailer came out for it. It's like if Buzz Lightyear, it's like the real person that Buzz Lightyear is based off in that world is a real astronaut or something. Yeah, and but it's Spider not even Chris Evans.
0: I was going to say it's not even but it's not even uh what's the it's,
3: name? Not even, uh, it's not even it's not even like the, the the Buzz Lightyear you've known like the toy that comes to life. It's about the toy that that, that toy was Lightyear is based on a real uh, astronaut. In that, yeah, it's not even world, Tim Allen. Tim yeah. Allen doesn't
0: even get to do the voice. Yeah. No, no, sorry for Tim. Chris. Tim was probably gone. Uh, ah just I'm in here, lads.
4: Woo-hoo! Not a movie. Captain America and, uh, doesn't need this job. Give it to me.
0: Well, yeah, was yeah. it Captain America? Was he not a little bit worried that he was going to be written out?
1: No. Uh, no, no, I think that was Thor Uh, um, oh, was it? How Thor was he? Uh, after I <laughs> was, was angry, uh,
0: angry, and not Thor Okay.
1: After I think that was after Thor wasn't in uh Civil War Captain America Civil War, he was, he was oh, kind of worried okay. that he'd been written out. The, you see,
0: of, Dan, I made a fatal mistake now. I wandered into the bloody Avengers universe now, and, and mm. I'm screwed. We're I talking about I, a standalone film and we come back to this place. Hey, I, 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 yeah. I don't there know, is a problem. Dan, get me out of here, beat me up.
1: It
4: infects everything.
1: Is that? Part part of the problem though that we've become so consumed with like franchise films or, or or universe films that you get films like The Last Duel that as you said I think are are very good films, but they're just completely forgotten about. Or is it a case of people not putting in the effort when it comes to, to market it?
3: I think i th- I think mainly it would be the amount of marketing if you don't market your film how's anyone supposed to know when it's coming out like i, no, I didn't even know what the release date like that's that's down to the marketing i had no idea about the release date or anywhere near when it was because the trailer came out so close to the release time usually you give it a few months to at least like three or four months before you you release a film or something to build some hype around it but yeah you don't see all of those movie like
0: those compilations of trailers on, on youtube and stuff like that here's what's mm-hmm. coming up you know oh wow later on this year and stuff like that yeah you know here's the 100 million yeah, Here's what 100 million euro dollars can get you and then you're yeah. ain't getting nothing back off it's lovely really
3: yeah. yeah. Scott also has another film coming out this year The House of Gucci which is like getting way more uh, marketing already and that's now for another bit but that's good already has like two or three trailers out can't hurt that Adam Driver's in that as well. don't want to let gaga. It's
1: literally about the Gucci family. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I I, I wasn't aware until that film came out that it was actually, like, based... Like, the story that they're making the film about is based on... I know, obviously, Gucci and all, they all exist or whatever, but I didn't know that the story that they're telling was actually based on... Yeah, the murder. Murders.
4: Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, kind of just a... a- too crazy not to be real situation that mm-hmm. was kind of inevitably going to be made into a film but uh yeah it'll be interesting to see how that does by comparison to the last jewel. i suppose as Sub said because it was such a difference in marketing you know every everybody's pushing lady gaga and her bizarre italian accent whereas nobody's nobody's pushing Matt Damon and his playing a French guy but with an English accent apparently
0: All right, well okay we we, we do have form though with that Wild Irish we're back to the Wild Irish time thing again Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah bad bad, bad, dodgy accent so will will Lady Gaga get done for that then do you think by the Italians I
4: know because I think she is Italian like she is American Italian so she's probably you know basing it off a grandmother and it'll it'll be fine it'll slide you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hopefully. Yeah,
3: but I mean, she'll you know, be okay, fine. Should, yeah,
0: I'm sure she'd be fine.
3: People get away with bad accents in movies all the time. Name three that have gotten away with it. Mm.
4: Uh Tom Cruise.
3: No. In no, no. No. Far and away. <laughs> no. Um, that was a
0: great stop. <laughs>
3: no. Whenever and whenever a non- whenever a non-American actor does an American accent, like loads of them sound the exact same, but they get away with it. They just do like a real like. Midway, which is a a neutral American accent, like a lot of British actors do that.
0: So what are we looking forward to coming up, movie-wise?
4: Well, I think probably the big earner for this weekend will be Last Night in Soho. It's Edgar Wright's new film. It's a horror film with Annie Taylor-Joy from The Queen's Gambit and Thomas and Mackenzie. Um, What I really like about the marketing for this one is that they kept the plot totally quiet the whole time that they were making it and even when the trailer came out it gives away so little you can kind of get a vibe of what it's about and even when they release the summary it's very very um I suppose doesn't really confirm anything Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can kind of go in and you know that it's about a young girl in modern London who develops the ability somehow to travel back to 60s London. And she kind of comes across what might be a murder of a woman from back then. And it starts kind of having effects on modern day. But it's so that might even not be the extent of the story. What I really like is they're keeping it so vague and it's kind of adding to the mystery of it. I would recommend people I I normally stay away from trailers, but I recommend people watch this trailer and not come out of it you know going oh i really want to see this movie it would be tough it looks it looks fantastic mm. it looks like there's a good mystery f- good allure the fact
3: that yeah the fact that well the edgar wright is like telling people all on social media to like keep the plot when you see the film as secret as possible don't tell anyone anything it's kind of cool it kind of adds to the excitement as well mm-hmm. it's like not what you're going to expect from the trailer i have a feeling it's going to be completely like 180 of what you think the plot's going to be because edgar wright is like so he's so good for that kind of things anyway his movies are always with really fun Interesting, I remember the same with Baby Driver. I didn't really realize how good Baby Driver was going to be until I saw it and how exciting it was going to be. But, um, yeah, as an Edgar Wright film as well, like if you pay attention, there's going to be loads of like hidden details that you can like pay attention to, loads of Easter eggs or stuff. Like,
0: uh, mm. oh no, another movie like, you have to like, concentrate on? I can't be doing that. <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh no, can I not well, just have... you don't
4: go to the cinema anyway,
0: yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but it doesn't mean I don't watch movies.
4: Don't worry, guys, I got you
1: covered. Don't worry, it's all good.
4: Grand.
0: Yeah, I'm just here to facilitate things. That's all. That's my job. Lads, it's been absolutely fantastic having you again this week. Uh, tell people where they can find you.
4: All right, well, we are screen uh, We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, taking a little bit of a hiatus at the minute because the three of us are all very busy with our own jobs and our own projects. But uh, the minute we can record, we will be doing it again for the kind people who are requesting us.
0: I love it, (laughs) (laughs) Seanor Brian and Ashley O'Leary on Screen Day. I thank you very much for your time today. This is Dublin South FM. What vision do you have for your community, for this and future generations? Dunleary Rathdown Public Participation Network and the DLR County Council is now seeking your proposals. A vision for community well-being for this and future generations will identify the key issues that member groups and individuals in our PPM consider important for our community, such as physical and mental health, the economy, social and community development, democracy, culture and sustainability. The consultation for a vision for community well-being for this and future generations is open to all member groups and individuals in DLR and your proposals can be made by email or post between the 27th of September and the 8th of November. For more information, visit www.dlorppn.ie or email inquiries at dlrppn.ie
3: Broadcasting to South Dublin on 93.9 This is Dublin
1: South FM Dan and Dara, yes, indeed. Welcome back to Dan and Dara on Dublin Set of M.
0: Dan, a little bit of music coming up now. Um, and we did reference their uh, the Soho movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So I had a little look at the soundtrack and I kind of, oh, yeah, don't recognize any music out of that. So then I saw, oh, Downtown. We'll have a bit of that. So we're going to have a little bit of a, just a slightly different one, but it does have Patchouli Clark in it. And it's uh, the Saw Doctor's version of it. Uh, yeah, sorry, I apologise for that um, Dan, I'm sorry uh, you, I know you just weren't really happy uh, I don't think anybody else was
1: <laughs> I mean, you got to love a bit of news.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you kind of do but just possibly not that much <laughs> James Collie in the news again
1: Indeed uh, He wrote a very interesting article uh, this week um, entitled Housing has been a crisis for disabled people for decades uh, and essentially saying that disabled people have been have been overlooked when it comes to any, um, if at all, advancements that have been made when it comes to housing in this country. It made It's very interesting. Yeah,
0: interesting no surprise there though, Dan.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: Talking to the converted really, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Um, and it it does make you wonder like how many times do you have to say the same thing?
0: yeah but then we're back to the whole sort of you know uh, crisis in building there's not enough houses anyway in the first place and I think you mentioned here a couple of weeks ago the houses that are being built only have to be acceptable for visiting or people people with disabilities visiting
1: yeah absolutely it's shocking
0: yeah shocking shocking but no surprise
1: indeed Um, and it's like it, it was interesting because and to a lot of people it might seem like common sense and then yes it's not acted on that way but housing and accessible housing and access to um, personal assistance for people that want to live independently go hand in hand so if by any chance um, somebody gets an offer for an accessible house after going through a million different hoops, but let's just say they do, then they have to go to the HSE and look for a care package.
0: Yeah, uh, what are you going to do with that? Mm. Um, you know, just, it's it's absolutely nuts.
1: And, and there is no communication between... Particularly for the for the for the housing side of things, there's no communication between because you have to apply to the local housing authority, and then you've applied to, to HJC. Um. So what?
0: What, Danny, James, Are you saying there's no jointy up thinking here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
0: I'm shocked and appalled.
1: And uh, that that's that's the very valid point that that James is making here that there needs to be a streamlined situation where you can apply for. Both, yeah, at the same time, and I, I've been in um, a similar situation. I'm in a similar situation at the minute in terms of looking for um, personal assistance hours. In that uh, you're having the same conversation five, ten times.
0: Yeah, with like different agencies and different yeah groups within,
1: and you're having to communicate with like different agencies at exactly the same time to even get like a crumb of progress now yeah. we are making progress um, as a society you know little by little but more 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 does need to happen and I, I must say I'm I'm optimistic when when you see uh, people like uh, James and a friend Sean O'Kelly and Jack Kavanaugh and Neve Dunphy as well um, highlighting these kind of issues hmm. I, I've kind of I have resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably going to be talking about these issues good for a very very long time yeah, yeah. we're not
0: going to run out of topics to talk about no but just listen before we do wrap up though Dan and I don't want to cut off the whole James Colley thing and, and, and the housing and stuff but you graduated this week
1: I, yes yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. Well, hobnobbing it there with Jim Sheridan <laughs> indeed <laughs> yeah oh yeah. Jim come up here photo opportunity for you yeah with me Dan Harry. yeah step in here beside me uh, I don't know what you'd be up to
1: out um, to my dad for actually spotting that one um,
0: yeah I, I didn't I didn't want to uh, mention that Jeb you had no idea who the man was you know is <laughs> a walking legend is going through the middle of IADT and you're kind of going no no idea
1: for the record I do know who Jim Sheridan is I just
0: <laughs> yeah yeah okay. in the crowd yeah yeah fair enough okay <laughs> Uh yeah no absolutely not Dan, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Um, big thanks to uh, absolutely everybody for listening to us tonight. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And a big thanks to Peter on the deck, <laughs> as always, thank you very much.
0: Yeah, to Neve and to screenbait And um, we're going to play you out tonight with uh, BellX1 and a uh, Rocky Tucker lover.